Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Travis. And I'm George. 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 Oh shit, he's here. I'm here. <laughs> hey! I'm here. Causing trouble. It's showtime. It's showtime. <laughs> we just finished up the movie Beetlejuice, and George, uh, I think you have crested the top of Tim Burton Mountain. How do you feel tonight, man? It's a shame because I wish there was a hundred more movies like this. Mm. But mm. if this is the the tip of the mountain, I'm happy to have gotten here, and it's beautiful. There's still some good ones we haven't shown you yet. That's fine. Yes, it's fine. I was actually gonna ask you guys, like, I, I was gonna criticize you guys that it took so long to get to this. We went back and forth. This is Many such a good <laughs> movie, guys. It's classic. It's, uh, it's, it's spectacular. It's a classic. It is like right up my alley, mm. and I, I, I'm thinking back to some of the movies that you guys have shown me, and I'm like, how did they make the cut before this? I say that all the time. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. But I understand I like, the process. I enjoyed the movie yes. very, very, very much. Like you don't, you don't watch Beetlejuice without watching Pee Wee. Like you have to see Big Adventure before you watch. This. I get it. I get it. Yeah, and I, I realized... honestly, I don't know that you would have loved this movie as much if it was our first episode. I think True. what you don't realize is how much we've built up to this movie over the past three years by introducing you to characters and plot devices and directors and storytelling. Maybe. You were ready. You're seasoned. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think that that probably is true to some extent. You know, I, one of the things I thought was like this, this scenario, this plot is, to me, it's totally Brilliant. original. Mm -hmm. I have never seen anything like this before. I don't know if anything like that exists before this. But to me, I thought it was super duper original. And I can only really have that opinion if I've seen some movies. Right. So it's pretty original. Like, and from what I remember, there were a lot of in the 70s movies about people that die and go into the afterlife and get a second chance. Like, you mm. know, Kevin, uh, heaven, heaven can wait. You know, movies like that where the, the guy is kind of like Scrooge. He's a certain way in life and then he yep. gets a second chance. But with this, it's just so quirky and not mainstream at all. And then you add no. Tim Burton to it. Visually, it just changes everything. Like, this movie was made for him. Writ yeah. When it was written, they didn't know who Tim Burton was. Yeah, who who even wrote this? Uh, is it Michael? Is it Michael McDonald, I think, or something? I'm like, I can't imagine the person that wrote this movie only had one good idea. So right. you've you got know? the big Mac and I've got the big Mick. This was written by a Michael McDowell. M McDowell. Okay. There uh, you go. <laughs> see, this is why they we had to watch all these movies first. Uh, this was his first <laughs> huge project. Like I'm looking at his uh, list of writing credits beforehand and it's a, it's minor stuff, television, right. uh, amazing stories episode, you know. Oh, there uh, you go. Yeah. Not a lot of, not a lot of meat. And then Beetlejuice is his first big screenplay that gets made. So uh, wow. he, he goes anything... on to do other stuff, you know, like The Nightmare Before Christmas and Thinner. Mm -hmm. uh, before, Thinner is a good movie. Uh, but but yeah, 
this was his big break. Now, is it kind of like that story, like John Landis with American Werewolf, where it sat, like he wrote it 10 years prior and it just sat on the shelf somewhere? I would ask him. to find out. But yeah. he, he died a long time ago. So. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> find me the story on this guy. Learn to throw your voice for your friends on the parties. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Dude, he's I mean, unrecognizable. <laughs> Do you see now why people were concerned when they announced him as Batman? Because uh, he was coming off this movie. Yeah, because this was like, the year before. Yeah, he was right? coming yeah. off of this. He was they coming off like, of Mr. Oh, Mom, Mr. Mom. You're making Mr. Mom and Beetlejuice into Batman? Yeah. Like Gung-ho. Like He was just a big comedy guy. Uh, Night Shift. You know, big character actor, big I think, improv. I think, uh, I think Keaton's Beetlejuice is on par with, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, um... Uh, what the hell's his name? You're gonna say Heath Ledger's Joker. Aren't Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's mm-hmm. Joker. And you could point out that Heath Ledger's Joker bears a striking physical resemblance to Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Yeah. But I'm talking like the level. Whenever I whenever I see a character and it's not like there's no CGI, there's no nothing. It's just makeup and the and the actor. And I can't recognize the actor. Mm-hmm. And they're acting in a way that doesn't you know seem like that actor you know what i right. mean yeah like nicholson as the joker uh, yeah i know nicholson you yeah. know it's him yeah like it's him 100 he's just wearing makeup but the 100%. keaton Ke- uh, under- it, unrecognizable just it yeah it could have been anybody you could have told me it was anybody and i'd be like wow i didn't recognize him mm-hmm. you could have told me it was a nobody and be like you know i think the wow, inverse of that phenomenon is uh jim carrey in the grinch Yes. Yes. Where he's wearing yes. all the makeup, and you're still just oh, it's Jim Carrey. It's Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. You can point out a hundred <clears throat> examples like that where it's someone that's in a lot of makeup, and you still can tell who it is. And about right. fifty of them are Jim Carrey. Hey, Earth Girls are easy with Gina Davis. Hey, it's Jim Carrey <laughs> in fur. And Jeff Goldblum, friend of the show. Yeah, I mean Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> can Jeff Goldblum ever play a character that's not Jeff Goldblum? Like, no, no, because he's basically branded his personality exactly it's like walking like they're a branded personality yep. you're hiring yep. jeff goldblum you Could want he that be any more matthew anymore? perry i don't think so <laughs> yeah so yeah keaton's performance this amazing well let's go from the beginning let's because the opening scene phenomenal mm-hmm. love it as mm-hmm. a model builder mm-hmm. big fan of that sit that little town yep have always wanted to do that build a small scale version of the town I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's shot kind of like The Shining. It is. Where it's, you know, over uh, almost like a drone yep. camera. It's, uh, yeah. it's uh, a helicopter shot. Helicopter shot, and then you're inside of a scale model. Yes. First time I think I might have been afraid of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then I think yeah, Kingdom of the Spiders was the Shatner movie with the tarantulas, but I mean like house spiders. That thing was like humongous. That was seen on a house. Big as the that roof. That's a house spider in the in the uh, New England area. Uh, no, nah, it's like Australia. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's like, that's like it's a huntsman. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but that was a tarantula. It's for such sure. a great, such a great. That's a, opening. that's a spider that someone keeps as a pet. I don't know. 
Very house spiderish. <laughs> no. <You're, laughs> when I see them in my house, that. they're that big. No way. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. And the um, Danny Elfman score. But like it totally brings you in it. Like this is the quintessential collaboration of Danny Elfman setting a mood for a Tim Burton movie where you're just as soon you're just getting credits finished and you're like, I'm in this. Yes. I'm there. And then mm-hmm. you get this little little family. Who, yes, I, I like the uh, who was the it was the recurring uh, artist throughout the movie, you know, music wise. Belenfante, I think, uh, Harry Belenfante, Harry, yeah, Harry Belenfante, like the at well at the very end, like that, you know, that jump in the line, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like my daughter loves that song. Yes, and I, I, I knew all of those songs, and I knew who it was, and I'm just like, this is like it's weirdly perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never, you know, I've always thought his songs were just kind of like, yeah, they're nice, they're fun, right. they're kind of weird, not really my thing, but like, they made, they had the perfect feel for this movie. They give you great sense memory. Like, when you yes. hear the Day, Day-O song, yes. there's never in your life are you ever going to not think of this movie when you hear Day-O. You're right. And Catherine O'Hara. Like, that first Day-O that she does, and that dance. Yeah. It's like, they've... They've cemented it in your mind that this is now the theme song to a movie that you love. Yes. Same with Jumping the Line, because I've, I've heard that song, and I never do not think about this movie when I hear that song. So, again, more, more brand. I mean, I don't know how many times I've said, okay, I believe you. <laughs> like, just, you yeah. know. Good stuff. In conversation. And a young Alec Baldwin. Uh, he was unrecognizable for other reasons. Yeah, when I saw him, I was like, holy shit, that's... That's back that's, when he was the good-looking Baldwin that's brother. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> wow. And then, yeah. uh, who's uh, Gina Davis? Gina Davis. Okay. Come back. She is... She reminds me of someone. Your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've I've said she, that for years. She is beautiful. I love, I, I love her. And also, I didn't realize it, because we saw her in one other thing, at least one other thing the before, fly. right? The fly, and I didn't. I don't think I made the connection back back then, or maybe I did. I'm not sure. But she's the mom in uh, the kids' movie Stuart, Stuart Little, Little. Mm-hmm. who and mostly reminds me of your wife. Yes, and her <laughs> husband in that movie is the guy who plays House. Yes, I forget his name. Hugh Laurie. Yes. So, anyway, um. Yeah, I I know her. I've known her for a long time. Yes. And, and she's awesome. She is awesome. Now we definitely have to watch Tootsie. <laughs> At oh some God, point, are you going to ruin it for to- me? No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. But it's that, yeah, that's got a few people in it that you're, you'll probably enjoy. Dan, have you ever seen Tootsie? I have not seen Tootsie. Okay. We might have to watch that at some point. It's kind of relevant. How shocked were you? Because they kind of lull you into this whole... Rock Norman Rockwell mm-hmm. setting, you know, the vacation at home and mm-hmm. building your model. I'm going to run down to the hardware store and get the paint. Mm-hmm. And then and then they die. <laughs> it's like, it's well, so morbid. You don't really know that they're dead. Well, within f- the next at first, 10 minutes, they Because do. they just yeah. walk in the house and they're soaking wet. Right. So you're like, okay. But setting-wise, like it, okay, you don't know they're dead, but just how... Out of the blue, out of nowhere, that accident happening. 
to me, it was it was kind of like a jolt. The damn dog. The damn dog. Yeah. It's usually a dog. It's a it's a jolt because you're you're being kind of, you know, it's very comfortable and, you know, uh, you're getting know, used to these characters. Greeting you, cardish. You, you like them. They have a good chemistry. Right. And then they drive off a bridge, and you're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I. And then you're thinking that fall. How do they die in that fall? Like it's it's five feet of water, but well, they fell on the roof. So I mean, technically, on the roof and they they I were mean, buckled you in. Can, you can drown. I mean, stranger I things know. have happened. Um, but yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they 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 do set it with the lighting and everything that something happened, like right when they get home. I didn't really recognize it. Okay, because I thought it, I I just. I didn't. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, okay, they came home. They're soaking wet. They survived that. Okay, makes sense because it wasn't really that bad of a crash, right? You know. So okay, cool. And then, um, obviously, pretty quickly, you find out that I don't uh, think we, we survived that crash. Yeah, you very quickly <laughs> find out that they are dead. And when they introduced the daughter, what was her name? Lydia. Lydia, Lyd- Lydia and she can see them. Hmm. And I just, I, I couldn't, Wednesday? I couldn't help but think, yeah, Wednesday. I couldn't help but think when she finally saw them that like, oh my God, this is reverse Sixth Sense. Right. Right? I think that's just Sixth Sense. The kid can see it, the dead yeah. people. Spoiler alert. But you know that they're dead to start. You know the who are dead? The, the, the couple. Deetses? Yes. You know the couple's dead, and she can see them. Or okay, the Maitlands. Cool. The Maitlands are the, the dead family. Yeah. So what do we have over here? We have the Maitlands. <laughs> but, like, you know, with Bruce Willis, you don't know. Or at right. least you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Many people so this is So this out. is reverse Sixth Sense. Right. And, I mean, yeah. She solidified her stardom in this movie. Like, she was, like, 17, I guess. Lydia? Yeah, well, Winona Ryder. Like she, after she did this movie, she was in, she was in like Lucas, I think. Bit part in Lucas, like a couple bit parts, and then she did this, and then she went right from this to Heather's, which I think we'll probably watch at some point, and then, and then boom, like she became huge, and then she was in Reality Bites and all these different, like she became like a star. Then she was married to John, Johnny Depp. Okay. So. She was like untouchable. She yeah, I mean, A-list. I I know her name, you know. She's obviously. now on Stranger Things, which you hate. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, I know her name. Obviously, she's a very recognizable name. I couldn't tell you what she looks like, even today. Really? No. Yeah, I don't. Well, she's gonna come up a few more times. Okay. Cool. In this year, I think. I'm good with that. Yeah. I mean, I thought her performance was. You know, it was it was fine. You know, it was it didn't like blow me away, but I think her character was so like fitting for the movie, and mm-hmm. it just drives the plot so well that the the way her character was written was awesome. Well, she's actually playing the straight man to her wacky mom, right? Who's a genius, by the way. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like Lydia, when a writer's playing this. W- wacky character but is like so grounded 
Like she's the she's the only most, normal. She's one the, the most grounded. The, yeah, she's the most grounded in this but movie. She's also really weird. Yes, she reminds me of. Um, she reminds me of the boyfriend from American Beauty. Yes. Right, because he he's kind of well. Actually, she's kind of like a mix of the of the boyfriend and the daughter in American Beauty because she's kind of like dark, and but then again, she's also like you know she sees things. Well, she's got the goth thing going, but she's also like emo. But then she's also ahead of the time. (laughs) Like, it was it eighty eight. It was eighty eight. Yeah. So emo wasn't even a thing for another ten years. But I guess when when did the cure start? Dan God. I'm not like, a huge Cure fan. I know, like, yeah, one but weren't they like? Song. I guess eighty nine, ninety is when they started coming on the scene. I was a I, child, yeah. so I could so Google I, it for you. Uh, I remember them. They being were big. active as a band since nineteen seventy three, but they didn't yeah. get popular till the early eighties, eighty three. Okay, eighty three. Okay. I'm also thinking like the in the progression of like, yeah, because we're talking music now. It's 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 like punk. Uh, it's emo punk, punk. <laughs> it's like it's it's metal punk metal grunge emo right that's like the progression and then you have like spin-offs alternative and stuff like that but those are but the new know. wave stuff in the 80s was very proto emo yeah like if and anything punk that... became more new wave later and became emo because she visually looks like a cure fan like okay like with the eye makeup and the 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 bangs and yeah. the dark veil and all, like it was just very I remember that in the 80s. It wasn't my thing, but I remember people like that. Right. Neither was Metallica. Metallica was but not. But it is now. It is now. Now that I have no hair to bang. <laughs> 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 Although I could have never pulled off being a fan of Metallica cuz I looked like Rudy in high school. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's like dude Poser. You're like way too clean cut. <laughs> like I see the kids with the jean jackets and the po- the patches all sewn on, and I'm just like, yeah, no, I would get beat up just trying to trying to listen to this music. But I don't think I that's how out. music works. But go yeah, on. No, the, I mu- know. the music wouldn't beat you up. The music would not beat me up, but I just don't think I would have fit in with that crowd. Now I now I do, but back then, yeah, because I think no. they would have looked at me like, dude, seriously, which is fine. I don't know. I probably did that on my own. They probably wouldn't find with me. You you might have you might have made great friends. Like you didn't watch the Stranger Things recently, but they have a character like that, and it was that misunderstanding. Like he, oh he's he's a headbanger wearing a jean jacket. He's in the Metallica. He's running the Dungeons and Dragons group. Yeah, like, you look at him one way, and he's like untouchable. Yeah, he, yeah he but he's just like everybody he else. Can't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. George, did you watch early damage. Stranger Things? I watched the first season, yes. Okay, so you've seen Lydia extensively, and you may not yes. remember that she was in that. She who, who did she play? Did she she's play Will's like one mom. Of the moms. Yeah, she's, she's the, mom. the mom okay. who's losing her yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. She plays crazy w- real well. I'll give her that. Yes. In yes. real life, also. <laughs> 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 That's all. In real life, also. Yeah, she had a few bouts of uh, crazy. <laughs> Life also. No, we're all entitled, I yeah, guess. That's true. So, did you recognize anybody else? Mm. We got Rooney. Yeah, yeah, Rooney, the principal from mm-hmm. um, 
Ferris Bueller. Jeffrey Jones. And he was also in something else, I think. Howard the Duck? <laughs> you didn't see that. He's come up on the show once before. Yeah. Yes. We discussed his criminal history. Uh, yes. But I'm hard-pressed to remember why. I can't remember. Came up. He works a lot for Tim Burton. He's in a lot of Burton movies. But you've only seen a couple. I don't know if he was in Batman. I don't think he was. No, he's not in Batman. But he's in Sleepy Hollow. He's in this. He's in. He's not in Pee Wee, is he? No, no, no. It it was a while ago. I think it was season one that we talked about him. Devil's Advocate. Is That's where right, we he's saw in that. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did not who play was good he in dude. De- who was he in Devil's Advocate? He was the crooked uh, lawyer that wound up getting attacked in the park oh yeah to death yeah, in yeah, Central yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was basically like the right hand man yeah. of um what's his face has a demon induced heart attack yes yeah. <laughs> yes that's 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 it hey dan hey travis did you did you know that this was almost a west craven movie i didn't i wouldn't mind seeing an alternate version of this directed by west craven though yeah apparently it was very there was no comedy in the original script. Well, well that's what I worry say. is I just recently yeah. saw that um do not do not bother with unless you love it uh the same year actually so I'm, gl- I'm glad that we didn't get his Beetlejuice. Uh the Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, the Serpent and the Rainbow, yes. Blech. Ah, yes, the classic. Blech. Right. So boring. <laughs> but that gave us uh Bill Pullman. It did give us Bill Pullman. Uh I do imagine that if you let Wes Craven direct Beetlejuice in 1988, it would have been Serpent and the Rainbow boring. So mm. let's hope. It would have been so serious. <sighs> well, I think Beetlejuice was originally like a winged demon. So it was not funny. It was yeah. not undead. It was like horror. No, this, was horror this Beetlejuice was so obnoxious. Yes. It was just, again, like another like another car wreck that you can't help but look at. <laughs> he's uh, a whirlwind. He's like the Tasmanian <laughs> devil. Well, yeah, yeah, that he's, yeah, he's, you can't not watch. Yeah. When he's on screen, it's no. just, and you know what? Another thing about this movie that was done really well, because when you do a movie that involves the afterlife, mm. you have a lot of license to just say, to do anything and say, well, that's how the afterlife is. Mm-hmm. And who can tell you it's not? Nobody. Right? Right. Because no one So knows. with that license, you can, you can get silly, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, come on. But I feel like Burton did a good job of, there's a bunch of stuff that just doesn't really make sense and is kind of just really weird. But it's not so much that it takes you out of it, and you're it's like, a lot "What of the nuance. hell is this?" It's like <laughs> there's there's a lot of like, I mean, like you know when they leave the when they leave the house and they're in like this like On Saturn weird yeah, <laughs> and, and and it's like and you're like, "Why?" And it's like, "Well, it's how the afterlife is," you know. It's right, you know. And what, they're transitioning to okay. Like, the other world, so and then, it's like you don't know where they're at. And then like later on, um, you know, like Beetlejuice has to marry. In order to like stay in the real world, right. and it's like, and again, I asked, I was like, well, why is that necessary? But it's just kind of like, it's, it's, it's like the afterlife, dude. <laughs> like, it's you know, it's, 
I don't make the rules. Right. Yeah, you know, it's just how the afterlife is. I just love the whole uh depending on how you died, that's what you do in the afterlife. Like, <laughs> that, that was really funny like, too. The guy <laughs> the the gag with the guy who got run over <laughs> by a car and there's like a slot in the wall for no, him. No, no, he didn't get run over <laughs> no, by a car. No, he jumped in front of a car. He, he jumped committed in front suicide. of a car, yeah. yes. <laughs> but I air quotes, got run over by a car. Like same with the the receptionist, like she slit her wrists. Mhm. And, and their caseworker had their, her throat slit. Right. So it's like... Because <laughs> when she smoked her cigarette, it came out of <laughs> came her throat. Came out of her throat, right. <laughs> but then you had the people in the waiting room. You had the one guy, uh, you know, the headhunter guy and the, the voodoo mm-hmm. guy or whatever. Yeah. And then you had the guy who had a shark on his leg. So apparently he didn't have the Batman shark, <laughs> shark <laughs> no, repellent. No, he didn't have any shark <laughs> repellent, um, unfortunately. And the guy who, like, burned himself to crisp is my favorite character <laughs> yeah. i brought him up last week when when we talked about the charred uh, the, uh yeah, shrek yeah, yeah. and i was like uh well i think that's just the running gag for, oh i love burton i love with the charred guy i love the uh i guess leg, is like, it like a is it a spielberg thing no it's not a spielberg thing it's a uh who's the uh, the special effects guy that does the fake torso with the real head savini it's a savini thing definitely yeah right so but he's sitting there. You see his leg twitching. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like none of that like charred body is. It's all fake. You know, it's all fake. <laughs> and like all the only thing that's real is his head. And like, you know, you can you can tell. But then again, it's like it's still really good. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, it's completely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like, totally good. I love that. I love the he- shrunken head guy. Is this your work? Let me ask you. How are you get him down so small? Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Like, all of it. The Actually, this is a good look for me. <laughs> hey, look, the king! <laughs> uh, and they refilmed all that. They apparently, that was like all reshoots, that ending. But um, that's good work. And apparently I found out that Keaton did a shit ton of improv in that. I would love to see the original script to see how much he improv I'd love to see all the outtakes. Oh, God. Yeah. There's probably a... A boatload of them. Like that scene, that first time you meet him, that scene is some of the most quotable shit I've ever. Which is wait the commercial or like the no, first no, time the he's first actually... scene he meets the the Maitlands. Okay. They dig they dig him up and he comes flying out. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, hey, we shop at the same store like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he's trying to look up her skirt with the yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like all that stuff is so hilarious. And the the um the ones the one line with the. Are you qualified? What are your qualifications? <laughs> well, I went well, to Juilliard. I, uh, went to <laughs> I graduated Harvard Business School. I traveled quite extensively. I, I, what was it? Uh, I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time doing that. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> it's so brilliant to the point where if someone says a trigger word, and you go right in, like you just start quoting that, that yeah. whatever it is. And there's just so much in this movie that you do, and you sound like such an idiot if the person has not seen this movie. That's true. But there's <laughs> probably like a hundred quotes in this movie that come up all the time. But if someone hasn't seen it, they're looking at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. But I don't care. This is a movie Tourette's goldmine. <laughs> I'm going to show this movie to everyone. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but everybody's already seen it, bro. That's yeah. okay. But your kid. 
<clears throat> I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, how about what he like what, the shot from the back when when yeah, basically they're like, I don't know if you can be like, can you be scary? Uh, what do you whatever. think of this? And yeah, what do you think of this? And it's a shot from the back, and it's and I was wearing headphones when I was uh, when yeah, I was watching. That's the large it, so, Marge moment. So it's like like the the sound and what happened on the screen was like very intense when mm-hmm. I was watching it. And I was that I'm like that is f- just friggin' brilliant. I, like I, what do you think of this? What I love is little like jerk off motion before. Yeah, you know yeah. it's real like can you be scary. Yes, just like turns, yeah, these fucking turns assholes. around. Turns around. <laughs> can I be scary? Nice fucking mom. Yeah, great use of your one fuck in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, yeah. But then he honks his dick, which is just <laughs> hat on a hat. If you ask me. Wait, was it you always say it's a chef's kiss? <laughs> Yes. It's like just the topper. Chef's kiss. So good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What what was the movie that we watched that had um Robert Goulet in it and we brought him up? Oh he plays, yeah, Robert Goulet has come up on the show before. He, what was the movie that that's we watched weird. that he came up? But he was in this Scrooged. as well. He's in Scrooged. Oh, that's right. And we were like, "Oh, he's gonna come up again," because yep. we knew we were gonna watch this movie. Yep. Which one say? The he was one of the house, uh, the party guests. The 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 um. Oh, what the hell was there? I name? don't think he's at the like, party. He's just like the coworker of the dad. Uh, okay. No, he comes Is down. Is he at the they, party? They, they, they no, no, have no, that they, huge party where they not, do the day He's not at the party. No, because that's the. But he's at the pitch. It's the oh, designer the guy, the and then the right. whoever that other guy is. He's like attached to. Her, he's the art dealer, is who he oh, is. Oh, Otho. No, no, that's the interior decorator guy. But then the decorator other guy's like, guy. the, it's her agent or somebody. Okay. He sucks and he's boring. Uh, so he comes down for the the revealing of the of the the undead. Yeah, yeah, he's there for, for the, fi- the, the, the final big part. seance part. Right, the seance part. How how do you feel about the stop motion animation? I mean, for its time, it was fine. But I think they did it on purpose. It's still fine. Yeah, but they, I, like I, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this sticks out like a sore thumb. But then I remember back then, it stuck out like a sore thumb. So, so to me, it was like I think they did it on purpose because they they did the practical, like when he pulls his face down, his nose down, puts yeah. his fingers through his head. And That's true. Puts his eyeballs on his fingers. That's all practical. Yeah. But then they show. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we heard you tore your whole face off. <laughs> <laughs> Great, that's it's real effective if they can't see you. I never understood the uh, <laughs> the pur- purposeful done, purposefully done stop motion into the practical. Like they had already sculpted, made the practical. That is true. So I'm almost thinking they did that on purpose. Same thing with the the sandworms. Sandworms, <laughs> you hate them, right? <laughs> like I, they were purposely like almost. Not 32 frames per second. Like they were very twitchy, yeah. very. So I kind of I I I was fine with it. It's you know, it reminds me of the. Uh, is it the Nightmare Before Christmas where like there's like a kind of like a, I don't know what it is. It's I don't know what it is, but it like kind of forms itself into a spiral. Like it might be okay. like a mountaintop or maybe oh, the it's thing a that tree he walks or on? something that like. But when it moves, it moves like that. Right. And well, that's all stop motion. 
right, so right, 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 right. But that's that's why I said you know when you said you know stop motion done that way and practical done really well in the same movie. You're right. Like that's like the no, snake. I haven't seen that before. There's a there are a lot of movies with like weird stylistic stop motion on purpose, right. but not really blended with with good practical. It's not like Jurassic Park where you can't tell no, where the yeah, animation yeah, yeah. is and mm-hmm. where the where the practical is. Yeah. With this it was almost like Burton was doing an homage. It was a style choice. Yeah, cuz even her sculptures when they started moving like you could have easily made those sculptures as practical and made them move with you yeah. know, like Jabba the Hutt was just a puppet. They yep. could have done that and it wouldn't have looked jerky, but it, it was just there was something uh endearing. They could, they could have put them on a shopping cart or a remote control car. Shopping cart, right. You but it just fucking kidding me. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> what, because he's picking on Hellraiser again? No, I said you gotta be fucking kidding me. Because the remote control <laughs> the remote control robot car. thing from the you thing. You gotta be fucking <laughs> I wasn't thinking the thing. That's hilarious. But the thing does the same thing. Yeah, there's the, the, so many practical effects that are amazing in that movie, and then they, the very end when the thing comes through the floor, they do this weird stop motion animation of it. It's like okay, but that wasn't done on purpose. It was not. No, this, this I think this was. stop motion was done yeah. on purpose. I think it's his style. It was endearing. It was kind of like a, yep. like the snake, the the full size snake head that they did the close ups with was so perfect and beautifully done and it moved perfect and the animatronics were perfect but then they cut to the the almost cartoonish animated version of it and it's like it's so blatant that it had to be on purpose it's almost like when we talk about the you know when we watch like sleepaway camp or something when we talk about how it's almost on purpose that these actors are not <laughs> giving it their all because yeah, it's yeah. almost like they have to do it this way or it the camp doesn't come through Right. So I think he, 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 he played up the camp of the stop motion because they could have added a couple more frames to that and it would have looked just fine. Yeah. Beetlejuice is like oddly stylistically whole, you know? Mm. It, from front to back, it just feels cohesive and coherent as a movie. Don't fucking touch it. Like, mm. I know they're going to do a sequel. The sequel is probably going to be a shit show, and it's not going to be because the actors. It's going to be because of the CGI that they use to try to approximate what they used to do. Right. It's going to make me grumpy. The only thing that makes me <laughs> think it won't be a shit show is because I'm watching what Tim Burton's doing with the Wednesday TV show. Oh, he's involved and in that? Yeah, he's, he directs it. He creates it. So um, it's like I wanted to watch that anyway. Yeah. Now I You'll, have to. You have to watch it. I have to take a break from community. And I see what he's doing there and the respect. So if he's if he's the one making the sequel. You I, have hope. I have hope, but I do feel the same way Dan does that I think the CGI, if he goes that route, because if you watch like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and stuff like that, that movie suffered from the practical effects not being so prominent and more CGI. But again, it's the studio. And it's You're talking the, about the newer one with Depp? Yeah. I never saw it. It's 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 a Burton film. It okay. has a lot of Burton to it. It obviously it's not as good as the original cuz it doesn't have Gene Wilder. Yep. But it's more it's more to the book. Yeah, and it's more creepy. It's more creepy. It's more it's more Michael Jackson-ish. Mm. Like his Charlie 
or his Willy Wonka is very Michael Jackson kind of weird. Jackson? Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson? Jackson. And yeah, it he's definitely be, creepy. It may be more like true to the book, but I don't know that I need that. I think I'm pretty happy with the Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory that yes. I never the really gave Charlie a chance. Tastes like schnozberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, th- there's no replacing the original. But Tim Burton's version was definitely his version. Like it was it was good enough that you would probably like it, but it's nowhere near the original tour you might hate it. So imagine this scenario. Tim Burton directs a sequel to this movie. Mm-hmm. Let's call it, you know, Beetlejuice 2. You know, just for simplicity's sake. Mm. And he insists... Or Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That's probably what they should call that's it. That's probably right. You're probably right. Two Beetle, and two Juice. <laughs> yeah, two... <laughs> I, was just, I, was trying to, I was trying to think of a way to, like, incorporate... Isn't it Vin Diesel? Yeah. I was trying to think of a way to incorporate two in it like that, but... Thank you. I just for that, clipped Dan. the shit out of you, it you laughing that, like you that. Did my that bad. Perfect. Oh my god. Um no, but a a Beetlejuice Beetlejuice where uh Burton insists on having stop motion the way they used to do it. Mm. Original, like this is how stop like motion Phil is. It. Bring Phil this, Tippett in and do it. This is how you do it. This is how it will be done. Mm. I'm a fan. What do you think? What do you I'm, think, Dan? I'm there. I mean, angry? I think they're doing it, whether they do it that way or not. So uh, let's hope they do it that way. Well, you can it's, you can try to approximate stop motion with CGI. Yeah, just do it in this. Don't try to be photorealistic. Don't try to be 1998. Just make stop motiony CGI happen. It could be fine. It could be fine. Oh. As long as Catherine O'Hara is in it, I'm I'm on board. So. Yeah, I actually haven't heard anything about her returning, just that they were trying to snag Keaton. So, mm. let's hope for the best. Let's hope. I mean, shoot, why not a writer's still out there, so... Mm-hmm. Why not, you know? Why not? And if she gets uh, good grades, she gets to levitate. And if she commits <laughs> suicide, she ends up a civil servant. I really, really thought that was hilarious. First of all, like the whole, you know what they say, you commit suicide, you end up as a civil servant. Right. That's funny. But then when the, uh, when, uh, Lydia is like writes her suicide note Mm -hmm. and she's utterly, yeah. And, (laughs) and reveals, uh, to, uh, the couple, the Maitlands, the Maitlands that she, Wants to commit suicide, and they're like, "No, yeah, because they know." But it's, I don't think it's just because death is, you know, death sucks. I think it's because they're like, "No, you'll be a public servant." <laughs> like that's what right. went through my mind. You end up at the desk. Don't do it's it. It's like, no, no, you don't want to be, be in there. the mail room. <laughs> you know that, and they don't like hit you in the face with it, and they don't insult you with it. But like right. that's what I got out of it. It's like when she said, "No, like you don't want to do that." Having plummeted off the what's the name of the bridge? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so funny. Utterly alone. Utterly alone. 
Oh, man. I love a love scene when he's like telling her, trying to get her to say his name. <laughs> he's like, no, turn around, turn around, just turn around behind you. <laughs> it's like the worst charades ever. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, how's it going? And then the Beatles like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, he throws his. It's so it's so bad. Throws his voice to the beetle. Hey, how you doing? First word, two syllables. <laughs> he don't know how to play charades. That's so funny. <laughs> I love how the way uh, Beetlejuice was spelled in the commercial. Oh yeah, I, like Be- was a Beetlegeist or whatever. It was like Beetlegeist, Beetlegeist or whatever. <laughs> Come on, like he makes fun of like that that hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. Come on now, like he's like this. Oh, it's so funny, and it's such a good intro. What does he say? Something about like I'll kick a dog or something. I don't know. <laughs> he starts howling. It's like you're sitting there going, "What the hell am I watching?" <laughs> but then it makes total sense, like because first you see him looking in the classifieds, <laughs> and you're like, "Why is this guy looking at the obituaries?" And then. I love how the obituaries say welcome yeah. to <laughs> all, the, all the people. That who, who do we have today? It's like, oh, you're, and he's like, ooh. He like looks at them like he's going to take total advantage of them. Yeah. Good shit. It's one of those weird movies really without flaw. There's not a lot to critique here. No. It's just all good. And I'm glad George liked it because I think, you know, it was time for us to discuss it. Uh, there's a few more things that we could have watched ahead of time but like we we're getting near the the time that it was like yeah everything the iron is hot let's get this thing in there while you're still paying attention yeah it fell into place as soon as he said he liked peewee's big adventure i was like yeah he's i think he's ready for beetlejuice yep agreed this is a movie where i don't wonder who the audience is <laughs> no like i'm kind of like if you don't think this is genius. I don't need you in my life. This is definitely a movie you're going to watch over and over. Yeah, definitely. And you can show and your what... kid pretty soon. Like, you know, yeah. there's some scary stuff, but like she's a kid of the modern era. She'll think it's silly, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only questionable stuff is the, is the, uh, what do you call it? The nice fucking model, obviously. But the, Honk. uh, the whorehouse. Like, oh, like, that's so quick and nobody. Yeah, but that to me that was that. the only questionable things. Like if I had a five or six. Yeah, I don't think like, that yeah, was even that bad. Like it was just. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Not that bad. Like I, w- I think I would be a. F- well, I mean, I think my daughter's still too young. But I think it's just because. Some of the stuff is just like kind of a little intense. Yeah, like when she they go into the study and they're, she's standing there. Uh, Barbara's standing there holding her husband's head, and his body's cut off on the yeah. floor. And then he realizes he's got to go shut the attic door, so he runs out with no head. Yeah, like it's. I, I guess it depends on if you ease the ease her into something like that. Like we, I've been doing that with Vienna. I've been showing her like things like the mask and. And uh, Edward Scissorhands and like different things that are are whimsical, yeah, uh, but have like some darkness to them. But sure. they're not; they're almost actually. Like, I think the mask might be perfect for that. Yeah, because there's there's just enough humor to not realize the evil that's going on with some of the character. Yeah, like the bad guy. Vienna would tell me I don't like the bad guy, so we would just watch the mask parts, like just the Jim Carrey part. Yeah. 
So once she, uh, like with the Grinch, she was scared of the Grinch. She didn't want to look at mm. him because she saw the one picture of him with that grin. Yeah. But then we actually watched the outtakes on YouTube and you got to see him kind of goofing around with people and being human. So then she kind of was like, okay, I'll watch it. She only turned, I think, away once. So now she, she will watch that and she's fine. So I think with this, maybe the TV version of this movie or just you sitting there with a the remote and you you mute it a couple parts. Like Dan said, the 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 brothel thing is very quick. Uh we're gonna average Joe like me get a little action, you know. Yeah. And he's feeling a little horny. <laughs> Which is I mean it's understandable. I think, I think uh, he was actually pretty thorny at the time. Yeah, he was thorny. He yeah, was thorny. He was thorny. But those jokes fly. That right was interesting that, like, you know, she actually felt pain when he thorned mm. her fingers when he was small. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you mean you're dead. Do you feel pain? Uh, I mean, oh. that was inconsistent, wasn't it? Yeah. And. Well, no, they still, I guess, because they were feeling the pain. They didn't uh, feel any pain were, when they ripped their faces off. Or when she her fingers were on fire. In the beginning. Yeah. And the eye fingers. That would have hurt just in a yeah, lot of ways. Exactly. A lot of these things would have hurt if they weren't Damn dead. it, George, you ruined the movie for me. Maybe well, I mean it's, maybe because it's dead on dead action. Maybe. Maybe. And and again, you could just say, Well, this is that's how the afterlife is. Mm. So, you know. He didn't abuse it too much. Mm. That could have been abused. Yes. But it wasn't. It was pushed. It was right pushed. to the line, but not over. Um, made for a very enjoyable experience. So, I have, I have, I know Dan doesn't like to do trivia, but there are a few little uh, interesting tidbits of information for this okay. movie. Uh, that you might find on a Trivial Pursuit card? Maybe. I don't know. I found this stuff interesting. The, uh, the original Beetlejuice pick to play Beetlejuice mm-hmm. for Tim Burton was Sammy Davis Jr. Huh. That would have been interesting. And the studio wanted Sam Kinison, which would have been interesting. That would have been way different. Yeah. Uh, This movie did win an Oscar. Uh, For what category? Special effects makeup. Makes sense. And (laughs) the original title was... um, it was going to be the uh, the ghost something, but then they were scared sheetless. Oh, <laughs> God. That's pretty good. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad they didn't do that. So yeah. I don't know. I In get... 1986, that's like a perfect movie title for the time. Scared sheetless. <laughs> and just <laughs> like uh, the great Hannibal Lecter, Keaton only had 17 minutes of screen time. That's amazing. He doesn't really hit the ground running until the 45-minute mark. I did really feel like, even though the beginning of the movie movie was uh, plenty enjoyable mm-hmm. to watch, I did feel like, when are we going to get Beetlejuice? Right. Well, they have like, to world build, and that's something that... It's true. You know, nowadays, you don't get a lot of world building in a single movie. You get, you know, multi-movie universe building but never with any real good world building so yeah mm. 
I'll take a world over a universe any day. And what's funny is this was in the 80s, and they did tend to not show you much in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how today you get a three-minute trailer, you basically get You would get all of Keaton's best jokes in the trailer. They did that. Like, you got to see him in the trailer. You Mm -hmm. got some of the jokes. You got the where his head spins, and then he catches it. Mm -hmm. I hate when that happens. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, like, a lot of that stuff is in the original trailer. Yet, you still sat... I think I made you sit in anticipation more when you're watching the movie and you're like, Mm -hmm. I just want to see him. I want to see those parts. Yes. I want to see him. I want to see those parts. I'm clipping that out. That is... (laughs) That's a very good clip. Are you lifting that? You're going to drop that later? Yeah, that's a a new drop, I think. (laughs) Gravy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, catch the trailer. Yes, I did feel like, you know, I I need I need Beetlejuice. I need him now, and I didn't get him until later. But the anticipation was not too much, and the payoff was worth it. Yes. So, no complaints. And there was plenty that they didn't show you. So, but you got the attention, K. Heart Shoppers, when he came up through the table and the big carnival feel. Like, all that stuff was in the trailer. Yeah. And you probably thought, okay, this movie, I, I saw all the good parts. But in context, it was a lot better. The trailer just oh, yeah. seemed to be like pictures being thrown at you, unlike today. This is all Burton. Totally. And then there's the next movie we're going to do. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Which is? A movie. Uh-huh. That I would say is more Burton-esque than Beetlejuice. Is it no too way. Burton? That we'll have to find out. But we are going to watch the classic Edward Scissorhands. Okay. I've never seen it before. Really? Yeah. It looks so this is a first watch for both. Too Burton for me. <laughs> you felt it was too Burton? Yeah, the commercials you... and stuff. I was like, ooh, too Burton. Too much Burton. Hmm. I think I can agree with you from watching the trailer, but when you watch the movie, you'll understand why it's yeah. so love. We'll love have to discuss. that burden. Love that burden. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to discuss. We'll discuss. I gotta a, watch there's... it. I gotta see how it is. I think uh, Edward Scissorhands is a... Scissorhands? Scissorhands. Scissor, Scissorhands. Not scissors hands. <laughs> Not penis scissors hands. Because that's what I said. Scissors hands. Not salad fingers. I think I'm going to just uh, call him scissors hands. Um, <laughs> you just call him Edward. I, like Beetlejuice, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. But if I have seen any of it, it was when I was a kid and it was on TV. So. No, but you're not. You're way more schooled. It's on, gonna be yeah, a different be a watch different now. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I'm down. 
I'm hoping Dan uh, sees it for what it, what it is and doesn't like. I know he always wants me to go in with an open mind with things like elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I and, never made you watch elves. Uh, I know. You're welcome I, to watch it though. It's on YouTube. I, oh, I so did good. watch. I did watch some of it. Oh, isn't it so good? You have <laughs> big so fucking tits, and I'm gonna tell everybody I saw them. <laughs> it's like, what is it's this so movie? Bad. Yeah, it's bad. The uh, the the elf itself is uh, <laughs> it's 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 something to be seen. It's Let's taking it the Michael Myers is an action figure idea way too far. <laughs> Picture a movie that makes the killer an elf, mm-hmm. and the whole time <laughs> the cameraman is following around somebody carrying a doll. <laughs> Oof. As he goes from room to room, and it's just shot from the waist up, and it's just kind of like, move. you know, when you were a kid and you like walked with your action figures, and you're like, "Dump, dump," like I, I'm doing this visually. <laughs> I'm doing it visually, which yeah, sucks yeah, for yeah, radio. Yeah. But you're like, uh, kind of like the way Barbara does with the the horse in the mirror, where yes. she kind of like yes. walks it, and yes, that's she that's like gallops it. She gallops yes. it into into frame. I can picture that what they did here like they just had this this stationary doll that had this one expression <laughs> and they just kind of put the camera on them and moved it from room to room and it just had no movement its eyes didn't move its mouth didn't move did it blink at all dan i don't think it had the ability to blink <laughs> given wow, that so it was a bad. doll <laughs> it seems like a f- wow yeah it's no chucky and i hate chucky but it Chucky is a is a marvel compared to this movie. Wow. It, it did remind me a lot of Ghoulies, though. So it does have that 80s charm. Or uh, Did you ever see The Gate, Dan? I haven't seen The Gate, no. The Gate had these little minion creatures that are stop motion, and they blow this elf away. <laughs> like, I, I can't, I can't. I watched it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this thing. <laughs> I didn't even think about the acting. It was just the freaking doll. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. man, it it, it has it. a wonderful. Uh, you know how we love the masking tape outline in Coming to America. <laughs> they do the chalk line yeah. for this dead guy in the basement, and then another character stays in the basement, and so you have these scenes later in the movie where there's a clear blood patch on the ground and a chalk outline, and he's just like living <laughs> with it. <laughs> it was yeah. great. Highly recommend Elves if you have time. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, Check it out. <laughs> we'll we'll see if I can get through the whole thing. Oh, it's really not worth it, but you should because it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, the the logic there just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe when the uh, we get the vinegar syndrome version, oh I'll god, watch it. Yeah, let's make a little candle circle around mm. that idea. Come on, vinegar. Bring it. Bring it. Get her done. Oh my god. All right, so next week. Edward Edward Scissorhands. Scissorhands. Scissors hands. Scissors hands. Not to be confused with Edward Penis Hands. Which was a I don't know. popular pornographic parody of Edward Scissorhands. Oh, that sounds What do you have like dildos on all his fingers? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so brilliant. Yeah, no, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well at least they didn't call him like Edward Dick Hands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Penis hands sounds so much more classy. Now you're thinking of Dick Hansley. <laughs> Dick Hansley. Hmm. Hey, it's important to get the science right, guys. Word. That's true. Hey, George, thank the listeners. 
Thanks, listeners. And seriously, like, I know, like, all of you have already seen this movie, but, like, go watch it. Watch it again. Yeah. Pop I it mean, in. Shoot. It's worth your time. I think I own, like, seven copies of this movie. Can I have one? Yes, definitely. Yeah. 100%. I have Good 4K of that, too, if you guys want to. There's a 4K version of this? Yeah, it's out. It's good. That's why I watched tonight. Hmm. I watched the Blu-ray. I almost watched the VHS. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to Blu-ray. I watched whatever version is on HBO Max. And you should, too, when you check out this movie. Hey, guys. Thank you for tuning into the Remedial Film Class podcast. As always, you can find us at facebook.com slash remedialfilmpod. We'll be back next week with my first watch of Edward Scissorhands. Snip, snip, motherfuckers. I guess. We'll see.